Wyman and Bob. On Seattle Sports. Powered through the Alaska Airlines Studio. Streaming live on the Seattle Sports app and at seattlesports.com. Now, here are your hosts, Dave Wyman and Bob Stelton. Welcome, everybody. It's Wyman and Bob, Seattle Sports on 710 and seattlesports.com. We are live in Peoria, Arizona, Mariner's Spring Training Complex. A beautiful day outside. The sun is out finally, Dave. It is warm. It's very windy, though. I would I would advise those of you who are watching on the video stream, keep an eye on the two, uh, two stands behind us, the two uh, Seattle Sports... Uh, banners behind us because they've they've gone down a few times good chance you're going to see either dave or me or both of us get whacked in the back of the head with well us it's, at some it, point. it's going to be me i mean <laughs> that's a you, yeah you'll well, be the guy it. that gets injured yeah, no yeah. and I, and and uh well yeah so that's that could be a video treat for everybody but man we open the show once again in fine fashion every thursday we generally talk to this man at four o'clock but he's with us on the line right now on the emerald queen casino sportsbook hotline he is the gm of your seattle seahawks john schneider is with us john how are you man gentlemen dave Ah, there you go. Good start. He reversed it. How you guys doing? <laughs> How you doing? We're we're good. good. We're good. You know, we're we're out here in Arizona. We're covering Mariner Spring Training, but we're keeping an eye on you. We're looking on Twitter last night, and the Seahawks tweet out a picture of of you and Pete and your whole crew there in a room with C.J. Stroud, and says, you know, the think tank or some, you know, the 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 summit there. How tell us tell us about that. Yeah, so we're um, you know in the midst of Ohio State, Alabama, and, and Kentucky. We're uh, actually at the airport, in Tuscaloosa, right now, uh, headed to Lexington for Kentucky's pro day uh, tomorrow. So, you know, Ohio State and Alabama. We just got done at Alabama. You talk about two great programs, and you know, tons of prospects, great coaches, awesome atmosphere, and yeah, two two really great productive days for us here. Yeah, what uh, give us a number, John? Like how many different guys? I mean, those schools are loaded, like Georgia, LSU. I mean, typically you're getting uh, how, how many guys you look at? Like, is there like ten, twelve? Yeah. So yeah. So Ohio State. You know, it depends. Some guys are you know a little banged up. Some guys are getting small season surgery. You know, you know getting ready for the spring and everything. So uh, Ohio State. You know, you're talking you know twelve guys. Uh, Alabama here. There was probably uh, fifteen to eighteen. Uh, yeah, so really, really, you know, just a really good, good crop. Of, it's really cool seeing the the, the the character of these guys. Just really good, really good guys the last couple of days. So it's been it's been awesome. You know, we were, were talking about it last night, John, and Dave brought up a really good point that, you know, when you're going to Alabama or when you're going to Ohio State, everybody goes, oh, they're looking at C.J. Stroud. Oh, they're looking at, at that Bryce Young. They're looking at, and then, you know, he brings up the obvious that, yeah, they're, you know, there some guys are going to be drafted in the second round, in the third round, in the fourth round from these schools. So, you know, I think, yeah. I think we all forget about that because we're so keyed in on the stars of those schools. But are, were there any surprises? I know you probably won't throw names out there, but guys that maybe had a, some idea idea of that, that caught your eye that could be later round guys at, at Ohio State and Alabama? Sure, absolutely. You know, both schools and, and you know, like I've, I've talked to you guys before about, you know, we're constantly uh, trying to get these questions answered on guys and, and you know, uh, some guys have done it in a, in, a, in a real strong manner and some guys have just you know, been okay. Uh, that happens. You know, some guys will try to redeem themselves with uh, more workouts along the way or private workouts. Uh, but no, I mean it's 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 been um, it's been it's been cool the last couple of days. And, you know, like you talked about last week. I mean, I think you know the focus that focus of having the fifth pick in the draft is is 
you know, why, you know, you need to be ready and, and doing as much of your due diligence as you possibly can and spending as much time at the, at the schools as you can. And today was especially cool, you know, seeing, you know, Coach Saban and, and, uh, and Coach Carroll hanging out, you know, two iconic coaches. So it was pretty awesome seeing that. Well, the other thing, John, uh, you know, for you, uh, I mean, you're looking at guys, you're just doing your job. I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean anything. I mean, you're you're getting information that maybe can, uh, you know, even two, three years down the road, you'll be like, yeah, I remember I was at that guy's pro pro day. I mean, you're just compiling. You, do you have like a, a file on, on these players, just keeping track of, of everybody, you know, in, in case they get cut or something? Sure, absolutely. Yeah, you know, free agency in, you know, four years, five years for some of these guys. But, uh, yeah, you know, we're, we're trying to establish relationships as we go. And, you know, it's, it's, it's really it's really interesting how fast those four years go. And, and uh, hmm. you know, it was pretty cool today at Alabama. You know, DJ Fluker worked out and spent time with us. And, you know, we were thinking, holy cow, I mean, that time just flies. You know, it feels like yesterday he was just coming out of school and interviewing at the combine. And, uh, you know, here he is today. He was in great shape, had a nice workout. So it was it was great to see him, but yeah, you're, so you're, yes, you know, uh, reestablishing some relationships and, uh, you know, forming new ones for guys that maybe free agents in a couple of years. And, uh, yeah, just, uh, you know, trying to, again, trying to get as many of those questions answered that we need to get answered uh, by the time we get to the, to the draft. Hey, John, how common is that to see a guy that's had a, a long career in the NFL that's trying to get back or, you know, coming off injury or something? We read about Cam Newton working out at uh, Auburn's Pro Day. and You just brought up D.J. Fluker. Maybe not all those guys make news the way, you know, Cam Newton does. But is that pretty common each and every year when you go to these things? You'll see somebody that's trying to reestablish their career? Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's a great reflection on the schools, you know, just, you know, welcoming, welcoming, you know, welcoming those guys back and, and uh you know, trying to help them with their careers. And, and uh, yeah, you know, so like you said, Auburn, Alabama, you know, we have guys, you know, working out every year. Uh, there was a receiver here today that worked out that, you know, had an unfortunate injury last year in, in Baltimore's training camp. So he worked out for everybody. And so, yeah, it's a great opportunity for, for, for a lot of guys. And, you know, like I said, these, these schools in particular are great about, you know, welcoming their, their players back and, you know, considering them family. So it's – uh um, it's great to be able to see, see those guys and, and, and get to see that, you know, um, have that exposure to, to them and, you know, instead of, you know, having to, you know, fly away across the country to, to work them out in Seattle. Hey, John, so uh, tell us a little bit about uh, Devin Bush and, and what you liked about him. One of the things I said is, you know, when you, you get a chance, like, for a fresh start for him, you know, I mean, he's got that tag of being the first rounder, and they moved up to, to get him. Pittsburgh did. But, you know, it's kind of like a fresh start for him. And, and tell you know, is that is that the case? Do, do guys typically, you know, uh, feel that way? Or, and uh, and what, do you, what do you think about him as a player? Yeah, no, I think it's. That's, yeah, I think you're exactly right. Fresh start, you know, especially for you know some some former first round draft picks. You know, a, you know, tenth uh, pick or something like that. And and uh, you know, I think it's it's you know like we talked about last week. Uh, you know, there's there's stages of free agency, and you know things move awfully quick. And and some some agents make you know decisions quicker than others. And we're able to to uh, you know get in with Devin and uh, Julian in a very very fast manner like within you know three four hours um and so having having you know being able to sign both those guys was, was huge for us not something that we necessarily you know thought would happen at the you know at, like in that short that short time period but uh as a player Devin, you know for for a, a 
you know, uh, you know, obviously an instinctive player, really talented college player. You know, the thing that stands out this past year is the way he'll strike you. He'll he can really take on guards. Um, he's not afraid to throw his body around, and uh, he still has that you know that short close about him, uh, it, it, closing the distance and like playing with good angles and you know again the good eyes. Um, so yeah, it'll be it'll be it'll be fun. It'll be fun to see him uh, fit into our group here. Well, and you said, John, that it happens pretty fast. So, I mean, you, you guys already had an idea, obviously. So what, what kind of prep, you know, takes place before you sign a guy in free agency? Is there, you know, make sure you get the medical, uh, you know, records and, and all that stuff and just kind of take us through that, that process of yeah, signing a, a free agent? Right. Great question. So you have you you have everybody lined up um, in our free agency meetings. We have we, we had them end of December, early January. So you know we basically put together what looks like a draft board in that in that regard. Um, and so you know, and then when you're you know at, at the combine, listen people and talking to agents and senior bowl and whatever you know people people are talking about. Uh, you know who's going to be who's going to be going where and what they're looking for and you know you know and then once that three day window starts is really when you get into specifics of, you know, yes, uh, you know, we would, we would, we would be interested in the Seahawks. Uh, yes. You know, this is going to be our, you know, salary range. And then um, at, you know, sometimes you feel like you can hang with those guys during that three, three, three day window. Uh, these were two guys that we didn't necessarily, you know, see us being able to hang with. And um, from a, when I say that from a, you know, from a salary range area, and, uh, you know, they both were very interested in the Seahawks, and we moved quickly to, to acquire both of them. Um, Julian, I think you guys will love Julian, too. He's a, you know, super instinctive player, great eyes, great vision, uh, highly, highly productive guy, uh, Notre Dame and, and, and with the Giants. And, uh, yeah, he, he has, he's going to be fun on your radio shows and all that. Hey, John, we, we talked to you before about Bobby Wagner. You, you know how it is out here. The fans are very interested. Quandre Diggs is very interested if you follow him on Twitter uh, and others. Uh, does does the signing of Devin Bush have an impact on what you may do or not do with Bobby moving forward? No. You know, we're, uh, you know we've are we been talking to Bobby, and, and um, you know, we'll, what I can tell you is we'll see, you know, what, what shakes out, see how, this, see how this goes. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, uh, so a little bit yeah, more on Julian. Everybody knows how much respect we have for Bobby. And what a man oh, yeah. Player. He's been for the Seahawks and what, I mean, he had a great season this last year. And, yeah, you know, I think there's, you know, we're just, uh, we'll continue to speak with him and stay in touch and, and, um, and, and, you know, see how this goes. Yeah. Hey, uh, I, he's a guy who we shall not name because he doesn't even have a, a picture uh, on the website. But he <laughs> he does work with you very closely. He's a financial guy. Uh, how how yeah. how often? I don't even want to mention his name. But how often? You know, when you're doing free agent things, um, are you, you know, are you constantly consulting him on, you know, hey, what can we do here? And what's what's the sort of uh, just in general? What's the sort of back and forth with you and sure. that guy I just mentioned? No. Hey, absolutely. He's, uh, he would be the conscience for, uh, Pete and myself. Uh, you know, I'm in his office a ton. Um, you know, especially during this time or when we're, when we're negotiating, you know, big, our big contracts. I think sometimes he probably gets tired of me, like eating my lunch at his desk and like leaning over him and, you know, like, hey, what does this look like? Asking the question. What does that look like? Can we do this? Can we do that? If not A, then B, B, then C. How does that fit? What does it look like for the future? You know, he does an amazing, Matt does an amazing job in, in really trying to, to make us, um, you know, 
you know, be compliant uh, with our salary cap, compliant with all the rules in the National Football League, and that we that we have to adhere to. And uh, yeah, I mean, and, and not not you know not getting us in a situation where you, know, you guys have seen throughout the years, being able to help us, you know, put a product on the field that is a you know a consistent championship uh, caliber team. It's not. You know, um, you know, all chips in in one year and, and that sort of thing. We try to stay as balanced as we possibly can, with being able to take advantage of, of uh, you know certain time periods with other players' contracts throughout the league, and and as well as managing our own in terms of extensions. And um, yeah, he he, he, does, he does a Matt does a great job. He we hate it that we're talking about this right now. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's why I'm doing it because I want to annoy him. Yeah. He was, and he's so nice to us. Don't people say don't don't the young kids say something like you know keep my my, my name out of your mouth or something like that? Yeah. You know, <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. Yeah. Hey, hey, John, we're speaking with John Schneider, by the way, the John Schneider Show here with Wyman and Bob, Seattle Sports on seven ten. Uh, one move that that kind of caught Dave and I both by surprise because he was a guy we we praised all last season in a year where the defense struggled. There were no secrets about that, but just felt like. Al Woods was really a, a, just a solid, you know, a rock out there. Uh, and you guys made a move. He's, he's no longer with the team. Is, can you, as much as you can tell us, yeah. what, what led to that decision? Yeah, Al's situation was really uh, cash and cap. Uh, you know, so, you know, we, 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 everybody has a cash budget in the NFL. You know, you need to work within. And, and uh, you know, every team's, you know, probably slightly different. Um, and, you know, although we may show if you go to like websites or whatever and say, hey, you know, where, where are the Seahawks with their salary cap? There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, budgeted items that, that, that fall into that as well. We talk about incentives, pregame roster bonuses, uh, injuries, um, you know, and, you know, we have, you know, like we have, uh, you know, Jordan Brooks and, and Brian Monet, who, you know, are, you know, unfortunately are going to miss some time here kind of counting against their cap as well. And so you have to. There's a there's a whole you know there's a ton of different accounting mechanisms that go into this thing, and and we just felt that at this time you know we're not we wouldn't shut the door on Al coming back, you know we needed to create uh, create some space to to uh, try to get something done, and uh, you know we're still working through you know working through some of those issues and how we how we can use that cap room and the cash effectively, and uh, you know we we've 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 uh, we've gone for it here. Uh, we haven't been as aggressive in free agency. But we thought with the defensive line class and uh, uh, you know the, the the younger players, uh, you know Jay Reed, I'm sorry, uh, Bush and uh, um, and Julian. I say Jay Reed like he's an old guy now. How crazy is that? Like he's what 30 years old or something? But, you know, he's a, he's still a young man. So, uh, um, but no, we, you know we we were uh, you know, we were pretty aggressive there. The, the, you know, the first week, Draymond and and uh, and, um, and Jordan and. Um, from Julian and, and uh, yeah, Jay Reed and and yeah, I mean we 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 were we were aggressive and so we have to you have to you know balance yourself out and Al's an amazing person, amazing player, great great leader. Um, yeah, those calls are not fun. Uh, you know, we like we talk about every year making tough decisions and you know those are the tough ugly decisions that we have to make in, in, in order to keep this moving this thing forward and. Like I said, you know, uh, you know, both Kate and I spoke with Al and, and we won't shut the door on his return. Yeah, you know, I I know it, on cut down day, you're you're always kind of in a, in a little bit of a remorseful or bad mood, you know, because I mean, you, that's got to be tough for you. I mean, you know, you're you're talking about families and and things like that. I mean, that's that's probably the is that the like the biggest downside uh, as far as your job goes. 
Yeah, absolutely. Especially, you know, when you're talking to somebody that never even sniffed the National Football League level, you know, when you're talking to these talented, talented guys that have worked their tails off over the years and, you know, have accomplished a ton of goals, and, you know, and, and, and you know, um, we, you know, we have so much passion for these guys and so much, we, you know, we, we care about these guys so much. And, you know, we, we talk about our support staff, you know, like everything that they do for all the players and, you know, BK and, and, and Mo and Dave and, and Strick and Sam and all these guys. And, and, and then, you know, um, you know, unfortunately it, it has to come to, you know, an end at some point. And um, yeah, not, not fun. The 53 cut down weekend is, is the worst. They, you know, my, uh, my former boss, God rest his soul, Ted Thompson, would, would literally, you know, when we were in Green Bay, would literally like get the flu every every time we went to, you know, got to the 53 weekend. You know, I was like, I can't believe we have to, you know, let all these guys go. And and so, uh, you know, Ted, Ted taught me a lot about, you know, just uh, the approach and and when you talk to talk to individuals and you know how, how to handle them, you know, correctly and and. Um, try to, you know, coach them up, you know, and, and show as much empathy as he possibly can. Uh, part of the job. It's just, it, it just, it just is. It's just, you know, the reality of the NFL. Well, John, what about the other side of that, though? The the moment you get to tell a kid who's maybe at the end of the roster who was nip and tuck through through training camp, you know, he wasn't sure if he was going to make it or not, that they're, they're going to find their way onto the roster. That's got to be incredibly satisfying. It is that that part is very fun. I remember the first the first guy I was able to do that with is a guy named Lenny McGill, who scouts for the Raiders now, was a rookie free agent uh, with us in Green Bay, and and my boss Ron at the time was like, "I know he's your guy. You can go tell him that you made it. It's cool." You know, I was like, "Oh, sweet, that's awesome." Yeah, very fun. <laughs> uh, that 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 that's definitely a blast. Um, but yeah, you don't necessarily want to tell guys they you know made the team at fifty three either because you know we're so aggressive. Uh, with you know, uh, with trades and, and waiver claims and, and, and such, uh, as you're establishing your practice squad, you know sometimes you can tell guys, you know, hey, congratulations, and then you know two days later, you know somebody becomes available on the wire that you need to, you know, at a different position or something you need to address, and so you have to go back to them. So you have to be very careful uh, that whole week. You know, you're, you're, you're uh, you know, you're again, you know, you're trying to show as much uh, empathy and, and respect as you possibly can to these guys that have been. You know, working their tails off and, and uh, you know, com- com- competing at a very high level. Hey, John, kind of similar question uh, as uh, with your interaction with Matt. What about, you know, last year when we talked to Clint Hurt, he said, you know, I have a really healthy relationship and respect for our personnel department. But uh, as far as coaches go and, you know, what kind of players that they need and, you know, for this scheme or this defense, what uh, what's that interaction like during uh, free agency time? Well, it's fast. We, we we ask the guys to be, you know, they're 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 prepped. They know what our, our free agency board looks like, uh, and then we ask them to be as you know as pliable as they possibly can in terms of the speed of the process because you don't know how fast it's going to go at specific positions. Like we know we knew this year that the D line was obviously going to go fast because there weren't the numbers uh, compared to other other positions. Um, so D line and O line, um, and I think you'll continue to see that over over the years, uh, next several years. So we ask those guys, you know, to be very, um, to be kind of on the ready. Like, hey, you know, if we do this, then that means this. Or if we sign this guy, that means this. And so uh, our staff does a great job, uh, both both uh, 
the personnel staff and the coaches, you know, like we, we've talked about before, we try to have no walls at all in there so that, you know, we can just be all on the same page and, and, and get to uh, get to a resolution on situations as quickly as we can because, like I said, that time period is, is uh, crucial. It, it really flies. Hey, John, just back to your recruiting or not recruiting, your scouting out here. You're going to all these different spots, Alabama and, and, and Ohio State and all of that. What is it like interacting with those coaches? I assume you've got established relationships, but do, are some more receptive than others or more forthcoming than others? I remember, you know, Doug and, and Richard alluding to the fact that Harbaugh wasn't great at promoting them or maybe didn't do as much as they thought he could have. Do you find that to be a common thing or what, what's that like, the interaction with the coaches on these trips? They're great, but you know all these schools. The coaches are all out there, and and uh, they want to help. They want to help the players as much as they possibly can. You know, our, our area scouts take a ton of pride in, in the uh, the background of, and, and and using the you know developing sources and having relationships uh, throughout the year at the schools. So you have to be careful with these in, at, at pro days and these types of, of school visits, where you know it's not all you know um, you know just sunshine right it's all you know you got to be careful that not you don't get you know uh just all the positives and and uh you know no negatives on guys so you're trying to get a true picture of the person um you know some people that that schools are a little bit more willing to do it than others but you know like i said we really rely on the on the area guys to be the experts uh in terms of the person and the background and the character and then um yeah any off the field stuff we're we're heavily relying on um, you know George Engelbright and, and and Mo as well as you know all the information that they can glean from uh, off from our area guys. Yeah, and uh, John, what's uh, I mean I don't know if you know what your schedule is like, but uh, how many more pro days do you think you? Uh, at what point do you kind of shut that down and then get back home and start to go? Okay, let's build our board. Yeah, <laughs> well we're, we're constantly building the board. We're um, we're working on that all the time. We've had the last two weekends in there, which has been great. So it's quiet. We're able to just, you know, totally study and, and um, you know, work through uh, different uh, position groupings and and uh, different rounds. And, and so those two weekends have been great. We're headed to uh, the owners meeting this weekend. So we have league meetings uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. And then uh, Tuesday night we're uh, headed to uh, Texas Tech. And then from there we're going to go to uh, Florida. And then after that, uh, we'll be back. I think I have one more after that. But other than that, it's really just um, really hunkering down in the draft room, and 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 um, you know we'll be bringing guys in on our thirty visits and spending time with them, and we'll have our local pro day as well. Uh, and yeah, I mean it's going to go really fast. I mean this this, t- this time flies. So you, you need to you know you need to be uh, doing a really good job of managing your time and being efficient with your travel. Well, John, before we let you go, it may have slipped by me, but did you hit us with a movie quote in there somewhere? Did we? Did I miss it? I yeah yeah I got one in there. Um, I think it was yeah no, and if I didn't, I apologize because it's all about the ball bearings. <laughs> uh, it's all Fletch. ball bearings. That's Fletch. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I love I it. Was, I thought the listeners were supposed to guess, not the hosts. Oh, I thought we were guessing. Oh, all right. Oh, you guys are guessing. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, you stumped us before, so I think uh, us and the listeners are in this together, John. That's we're, right. we're doing it together. Well, but, Dave, uh, Dave, Dave stumped us on you know Saturday, Saturday Night Live skit. We're thinking about movies, right? Yeah. That's yeah, right. but it was your favorite character. I mean, <laughs> it is. That's true. That is true. Oh, boy. Yeah. 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 All right. Boy. 
We, hey, we guys, appreciate your luck, time, man. And I'm sure it's really rough, so, you know, in Scottsdale, it's time of the year. Where, where are you? Are you oh, in yeah. Scottsdale? Peoria. Oh, Peoria, yeah. So, yeah. I'm sure it's I'm sure it's really cloudy and cold, huh? Well, it actually has kind of been. It was <laughs> raining and cloudy and cold. Yeah. Really? Today's yeah. the first I'm sorry. sunny day. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought it was probably beautiful yeah. there. Yeah, it is. It is today. We're we're good. We're we're nobody struggling here. We're all good. But John, we we appreciate you as always. We will talk to you next week and safe travels out there. All right, guys. Appreciate you. Hear Wyman and Bob every afternoon, two to seven.